Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter and the Cheetah Girls movies. Together, we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. This is CJ Pearson, Uncensored. It's really devastating when the President of the United States says that no amendment is absolute. Well, I can tell you, you absolutely don't do away with an amendment with an executive order, which is not absolute. Hi guys, welcome to CJ Pearson, Uncensored. It's CJ Pearson, back at it again, and today... Guys, we're talking about guns. And the reason we're talking about guns is because apparently Democrats hate guns. I know, no new news. But really what they're trying to do right now is this unprecedented assault on the right to carry and bear arms. All justified not really by fact or truth or any really real reality, simply justified by their feelings as everything else is that they believe. Um, You know, the issue that I really have with this is from a constitutional perspective. You know, the left has been really good at messaging the gun issue in terms of just making it seem like, well, you don't need a gun to go down this kind of deer or you don't need this kind of gun to go hunting. Well, I'm sorry, but if you think our founding fathers put the Second Amendment in the Constitution just for hunting purposes, then you are actually a dumbass. And I, 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 like, I don't know how to help you, but I think maybe some of these stats and the research behind this you can. Because the Second Amendment is bigger than hunting. It's bigger than deer. It's bigger than game, right? It's about the ability to stand up in the face of tyranny. And when our freedoms are assaulted, when our liberty is oppressed, when all of those things happen, it's dependent upon the citizenry to take their country back, or at least to stand up in the face of that threat, right? Because, you know, let's, let's go back to the history of the country. Like, America is founded upon the idea that it's based upon the consent of the governed. And when it loses that consent, then, well, it's done. But how does one express the fact that the government has lost that consent? Well, one vehicle of that is the Second Amendment. Because I guarantee you a country is a lot less likely to be oppressive and to come... (coughs) A country is a lot less likely to be oppressive and can trample upon your freedoms if they know you're strapped. It's just a matter of fact. It's reality. Just Just as there are certain neighborhoods I'm sure burglars don't go because they know, well... 
when a neighborhood votes 70% Republican, it probably isn't the safest place for me to go, like, you know, stealing in cars and all of those things. Criminals aren't that dumb, right? It's the same concept. And, and, and also, too, it's even bigger than that. It's not just tyranny. It's not just hunting. It's about the ability to, for you to protect yourself and your home, for you to protect the people that you love, right? And, and, and so for the government to say that you don't have the right to protect yourself and your family, like, I'm just like, who, like, who the hell do you think you are to tell me how I protect me and the people that I care about, right? Joe Biden, like, I understand that, you know, you don't really care too much about protecting people that you love, because if you did, you'd tell Hunter Biden to stop snorting cocaine or meth or whatever his drug of choice is these days. But I do. People do, right? And so when we talk about this issue, it's bigger than that. It's about the idea that when you look at, you know, things like, you know, like, like rape, like sexual assault, it gives women it's an equalizer. And, and you'll hear that from our guest later in the show who talks about what guns do for women. It equalizes them. It gives them the confidence to go out and, and, and live their lives without being fearful. I'm going to look over their shoulder at all times because it is hard to be a woman in, in, in certain places across this country. And so it's weird to me when you have these feminist liberals who are like, no, no one needs guns. Women should have guns. Guys, there are some scary people in this world. And so why are we against the idea of giving people some extra protection? Like why? It, it literally, actually, no, at all makes no sense. Makes no sense. And so what's interesting about this issue, though, is that I, I said it earlier in the intro. It's actually not really rooted in fact or truth. Because if you actually look to the gun issue, you have, basically you would think that every gun death in America is caused by like mass shootings or or like people killing other people. But in reality, actually, 61% of gun deaths in America are from suicide. People taking their own lives, oftentimes from a gun that they legally bought and had registered to them. So it's not people just going out and killing random people. It's literally people choosing to take their own lives. And so that becomes a different issue. That becomes a mental health issue, an issue that I actually believe that we should really look at um, more comprehensively. But that's not something that we need to conflate. If people are dying because they are dealing with depression or any other mental illness, then that's how we deal with those issues, by looking at how do we deal with depression and mental illness on a macro scale across the country. How do we fix this issue? It's not what's going to take every gun away from every American who may not suffer from those issues just because we actually don't really know what to do. Yeah, that's absurd. And so also here we have... You know, the fact that a substantial portion of people who committed mass shootings last year used guns they possessed illegally. Uh, you know, so it's like you're talking about the fact that these gun control laws that are already in the books, if they already don't work, then what's really going to happen? You look at places like Chicago, you look at places like New York, and you also look at these places where these mass shootings have been... <coughs> you also look at places where these mass shootings have been happening recently, and they literally are all in blue states. Like, you don't see these mass shootings happening in Georgia or Florida, or Texas, you see them happening in literally, like, solidly blue places, with strict gun control laws, and it all goes back to the same narrative that, guys, the common fact that we all know, criminals don't follow laws, it's what inherently makes them a criminal, if a criminal actually gave a damn about the law, they wouldn't be a criminal, but by virtue of their actions, their choices, their mindset, and who they are, they are a criminal based upon those things. And so when you tell a criminal they need to follow additional laws, you know what they say? They say, no. And why do they say no? Because they are a criminal. Right, I know, groundbreaking. Um, yeah. But, 
Nancy Pelosi would think it's groundbreaking, but you know, any any other person who any any person who listens to CJ Pearson on censor knows that that's just, you know, it's just common sense. But you know, beyond all of that, what's interesting is that basically Biden has really made a point of going after this non-issue with a really crazy agenda here. So he wants to ban all assault guns. He wants to institute this voluntary gun buyback program and really just uh, he wants to pass, you know, he's also voice support for some congressional action, passing the Violence Against Women Act, eliminating lawsuit exemptions for gun manufacturing and banning assault weapons in high-capacity magazines, basically telling, and, and it, I've never understood this, because it's just like really dumb to me, because it's like, so you're saying that gun manufacturers, people who simply make the guns, they don't sell the guns, right? It, they're not involved in that. They don't sell the guns. Um, well, I guess you could maybe go to their website or whatever, but like, their primary function is to simply make the guns. Smith and Wesson makes the guns and they sell it through a distributor or whatever local gun store you have in your community. Smith and Wesson has no idea what you're going to do with the product they make, right? No idea what you're going to do with the product they make. So how are they liable for someone's actions with what they do with that thing? Because are we going to start like taking away, you know, lawsuit exemptions from scissor companies? Because I could definitely take a pair of scissors and do some damage with it. And so should I be able to, like, sue the leading scissor manufacturer because of what I did with a pair of scissors? Or this trash can that's right next to me right now. I could do some damage with this trash can. I could hurt someone with this trash can. So should we remove the liability protection from trash can manufacturers? That's how nonsensical all this is. And it's actually really funny because it just shows how flimsy the left's entire ideology is. When you start asking questions like that, you just realize, like, damn, these people are, like, not that smart. Really not that smart. But, you know, that's what we have going for us. You know, we have facts, we have logic, and we also, thankfully, have brains. The great thing about all of this is, is that there are people committed to standing up against this assault on the Second Amendment because they realize that, so the Second Amendment is really the amendment that protects all the other ones. And it's really integral and important and fundamental to our freedom as a country. And so that person who has really caught my eye, one of the leading gun rights activists in Congress, she's a huge deal and has been doing great work on the Hill. Her name, you'll probably already know it. It's Congresswoman Lauren Boebert. And she joins us right after the break. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com news. That's LifeLock.com news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. 
Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary, indulges your senses, and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the Natural Hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. So this interview is one that I'm especially excited about. I think this congresswoman has made more waves than almost any other freshman member uh, in Congress, and it's for really good reason. The reason actually just being literally having a backbone. Really rare in Washington, uh, saddenly rare uh, in our Republican Party today, especially when you see folks like MSNBC and CNNs desperately trying to elevate voices like Mitt Romney, Ben Sass, and John McCain, trying to pitch them as if they're the future of this party. Uh, you know, honestly, I reject that belief. I think that Donald Trump made it very clear that we will no longer go back to the days of cowards. That we will no longer go back to the days where we didn't know how to fight for the things in which we believe. Uh, and I think that Trumpism led to a new culture of conservatism that has been really led on by people like Congresswoman Lori Boebert, who joins us now, uh, who has been on the front lines of the fight in Washington to ensure that the America First agenda continues. And she's gotten some flack from that from the left. The left doesn't like her, but I've got to say that when the left doesn't like you, I think that's when actual real America loves you. And so without further ado, the Congresswoman joins us now. Thank you so much for joining us. CJ, this is such an honor to be joined with you, and I think you are exactly right. Uh, gone are the days of politicians lying to people just to get a seat in office. Uh, we are making promises, and we are keeping promises, and we are uh, we are really elevating the voice of uh, the American people. And so that's why I'm so honored to be here in this time uh, to be fighting for uh, for not just the Constitution, but for righteousness, for, for freedom, for liberty. And it's, it really is an honor to be the voice of so many people. Yeah. And when, when you were elected to Congress, did you ever think that fighting for the Constitution and fighting for just genuine American values would be so controversial? You have folks like Nancy Pelosi who tried to prevent you from exercising your Second Amendment rights in the Capitol. How did you respond to that? What has it been like? What has it been like really being in the you know, the, the, the eye of the swamp. Well, CJ, I'm going to uh, back it up and, and, and take it a little bit further than just uh, fighting for the Constitution. I never would have imagined that any, anyone would campaign on loving America. 
who would have thought that that would be a campaign topic to reiterate your love for this country. Uh, that should be an absolute. That should be something that is absolutely given uh, when, when someone is running to serve this country. Their love should be unwavering and unquestionable. And all throughout the country, uh, I, I heard many candidates, uh, just like myself, telling people how much they love America and and that's why they were getting involved because they love freedom and they didn't want to see that go away but we have seen uh, so many uh, we, we have seen so many politicians over the years uh, defy their oath of office uh, break their oath of office uh, we send them to secure the Constitution of the United States, and so many of them give our freedoms away. And uh, and then look you in the eye and tell, tell you, no, that's not what we're doing. They will slash the Second Amendment uh, to pieces and then say, don't worry, no one is taking your guns. Uh, so when Nancy Pelosi uh, put up metal detectors, uh, she, she truly transformed the interior structure of the Capitol because I am here in, in office. Uh, you know, we, we, uh, we've been exposing just how hypocritical that is. Uh, she's fine with having armed National Guards surrounding the Capitol because she may or may not feel threatened, even though we have uh, the chiefs of police, we have uh, all of these folks on the board uh, saying that there is no threat. And she's fine with having armed National Guard uh, secure this building um, while we have the southern border completely unsecure and uh, and people are truly being harmed and, uh, and and threatened because of that. Yeah, and there's also the hypocrisy of you have her openly supporting Biden's gun control agenda saying that regular folks like me and other Americans can't protect ourselves, but she has the right to be guarded like you said, by legions of Army National Guard uh, soldiers while Americans are just left to, you know, just to deal with it, you know, call the police, you know, if you're in trouble, they'll handle it. Uh, and, 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 and what is it like? I think like, unless they're defunded. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, right. And it's like, and it's insane because it's like you, you aren't a Paul before you, you know, you, you ran for Congress, you owned uh, a local business called the shooters girl, which is like where staff like open carry, which I, I think is really cool. But you were in business where like this hypocrisy and this lunacy like doesn't pay the bills. It doesn't keep the lights on. So it's not really all that commonplace. Getting to Washington, has there been kind of a culture shock for you basically being surrounded by so many people just spouting hypocritical BS like that National Guard example? People literally trying to take guns from, away from you and I, but saying because we're in Congress, because we're the important people, we deserve to have all the protection in the world. Right. Uh, that, that's exactly what uh, we're seeing. Uh, we're seeing this level of elitism that says uh, we're better than you, we're smarter than you, we know how to control your life uh, more than you do. Uh, and that's, that's very obvious uh, with, um, with, with everything that we're seeing when it comes to the shutdowns, when it comes to the masks, when it comes to travel. And uh, all of these folks who are enforcing these mandates, these regulations, uh, they are uh, not following the rules themselves. I mean, start with Nancy Pelosi. Um, she she doesn't like guard. Uh, she doesn't like armed guards, but she has them. Um, her 
uh, her security detail is armed and uh, and she doesn't want you to be able to protect yourself. Uh, she could get her hair done and not wear a mask. Uh, we see uh, we see all of these elitists going to uh, going to expensive restaurants and traveling to see their family for the holidays when the average American people are told um, to stay at home, not work, uh, lose your your purpose in life, and uh, and and of course just sit back and wait for the government to be your answer. Yeah. And, you know, it's interesting about all that, too, is that you have all these people who are so eager to stay at home. Well, we all don't live in a multi-million dollar home like Nancy Pelosi with industrial refrigerators with $20 pints of ice cream. And so maybe home for her is a lot more exciting place. But other people, we just want to go outside. Um, but I think the courageousness that, that you really act in every single day, I think it's, it's why people are so gravitated towards you is because we, we, we've seen the party when it's led by people like Romney. And we've seen the party when it's led by people like Adam Kissinger. And that's not the future of this party. As a young person, it would always frustrate me when we would talk about how Obama is systematically destroying the country. And we would talk about how the left is systematically destroying the country. But we didn't fight like that, right? We would just release these press releases, these tweets and say, well, this is wrong. This is bad. But we never actually fought like these people were actively trying to undermine what the country was built upon. You come from a Democrat household. You were raised by Democrats, but you've embraced uh, you know, being one of the biggest conservative fighters in the country right now. What was that journey like for you? I grew up in a Democrat household too, so I always found it interesting when people really break that mold. What was that journey for you? Um, so as you touched on before, I'm not a politician. I was frustrated with politicians. I was frustrated at the empty promises. I was frustrated at folks coming uh, from town to town, telling us one thing and then getting to office and doing another, uh, appeasing the other party with their voting um, rather than upholding their promises that they made to the people that they serve. Uh, so I, I was raised in a Democrat household, but that's because my mom believed the lies of the failed policies from the Democrat party. Uh, she was told, that she couldn't make it. Uh, you, you cannot take care of your children without government assistance. And, uh, and if you try to make it on your own, it won't be enough and your children will starve. They won't have health care. You won't have a home. So she believed that lie. And because of it, we were stuck in a cycle of poverty. And it, it, there was no incentive for us to get out of it. It was, it was very hard to break through uh, that cycle of poverty that government has stuck in. And uh, that caused me uh, to stand in line at 11 years old for bread and government cheese. That is not the American dream. The, the American dream is, is not to uh, have government taking care of you and, and, and providing every, your every need um, or your, your most basic needs. Um, when we moved from a really rough area in Denver, Colorado to the Western Slope, it was the greatest thing that could have ever happened to our family. We moved into a community. And I think that that's something that's really missing in these urban areas right now. We've removed God from schools. We've removed God from the culture. And in turn, we've said, don't look to your neighbor for a hand up, the government will give you a handout. So you don't have churches doing uh, community outreaches anymore uh, like they used to. Uh, there's, there's so many regulations, even on bake sales and what the church can actually provide for their community. And so we've, we've totally separated uh, church and community and, and charity and, and that outreach. And so when we moved to a rural area in Colorado, we were a part of a community. 
And it was so wonderful. We had neighbors that said hello to us. Uh, that was really a new concept. And uh, everyone was wanting to provide answers to their neighbor on how they could better themselves. I started working at uh, the local McDonald's and I can still remember bringing my mom home uh, my first paycheck. I remember the pride. I remember how empowering it was to have put my hand to something and created wealth. And uh, that's something that has never left me. I learned at a very young age that I could do a better job taking care of myself than government ever could. Uh, you know, I had to make really tough decisions growing up, um, but I, through that I learned when times get tough, you have to get tougher. Uh, I, I made a difficult decision my senior year of high school. Uh, I had my first son and I, I could either go back to the bread lines and, uh, and waiting to get my EBT card filled up or I could go to work and provide for my family. So I, I took a promotion at McDonald's and, uh, and I left high school. But for me, there was more value in being able to provide my uh, family with, with food and, and a house myself than to sit through biology class and, and have government take care of us. Uh, so uh, now I, I've gone from leaving high school my senior year, uh, working at McDonald's, I worked in the oil and gas industry for a while, and now I'm a business owner and I sign the fronts of paychecks. These are the kind of life experiences that I wish more people in Washington DC had uh, because not a lot of people here know what it's like to create a job and then keep that job that you've created. They don't know how to go through adverse times and come out the other side victorious. Yeah, you know, and what's interesting about your story is that the left will never tell it like that, right? That you were, a teen mom who could have been victimized, who could have victimized yourself, decide that you were going to be done, that you were going to quit. But you use that as an impetus to work harder, to grind harder, and to go chase your dreams like you've never chased them before. You did your time at McDonald's. You worked in the oil and gas industry. You built a business. Now, any normal human being who isn't blinded by partisanship and just downright delusion would recognize that as like literally what women empowerment actually is. But for being an outspoken conservative woman, you don't get that same praise. What has that been like, you know? Uh, well, I, I certainly have learned to ignore a lot of the critics. Um, I, I know that they're not going to uh, come over to my side anytime soon. Um, but really, when, when they're attacking, I know that we're on, uh, on the right path. And I feel like President Trump has done an excellent job in pioneering the way uh, for people like myself to not cower and run and hide under a table uh, when the attacks come. Um, really, to throw your shoulders back, stand a little taller, uh, as tall as I can at five foot zero, and, <laughs> and, and really refuse to bow down to the cancel mob. I remember when President Trump was first being attacked uh, by the left-wing media and uh, remembering or just thinking, how is he not crying under a table right now? How can anyone endure so much hate? Uh, but he really pioneered the way for us to follow. And, and he showed that you can come out of that uh, stronger than ever and having defended so many other people. I feel like he had no problem taking the arrows for everyone that he was protecting, everyone that he was defending, everyone that he was standing up and giving a voice to. He really reached out to us forgotten voters. And, uh, and so I, I look to President Trump and, and all that he endured on behalf of the American people and think, surely 
I can, I can do some of that. And it would be selfish of me um, to turn away and cower back and, and just submit to, to certain extremists and, uh, and, and, and back, back down. Um, even God, I mean, it's, it's biblical to not back down. Um, God says that he takes no pleasure uh, in, in those who draw back. He wants us to press in. He wants us to move forward and, and to break the mold. Uh, God is a God of increase, a God of multiplication. Uh, he doesn't divide. He doesn't withdraw. He doesn't retreat. And, uh, and that's something that we can certainly um, look to scripture and see that God can do exceedingly abundantly above all that we could ever ask, think, hope, or imagine. Uh, you know, even the word impossible says I'm possible. Uh, so uh, to, to keep moving forward and, and hopefully there are women that are hearing this message and are feeling empowered. And that's one of the many reasons why I uh, am such a strong advocate for the Second Amendment, because it is our equalizer. Uh, you know, we, we have uh, extremist groups that uh, come out and say that uh, they don't want uh, thoughts and prayers when a tragedy happens, uh, but they have no problem weakening women. Uh, they think that they're empowering them with with equality acts or or whatever, but but they're really lessening any empowerment that we have. And uh, a firearm certainly is something that um, that gives us a chance uh, when there's a threat of a larger potential aggressor. Definitely, definitely. Well, Congressman, I know you've got to go vote, so I won't keep you too long. Uh, you know, I know that you're going to be in the front lines of this fight in Congress with Biden's uh, new agenda to ban assault weapons, things like that. Last question before you go. How do you really plan to take this on and, and, and really show, um, you know, really ensure that the Second Amendment isn't something that simply it, it goes away under this new president? Uh, so Biden's... Uh, it, it is acting by executive order because he knows that he can't pass these uh, horrible actions through the Congress. And uh, so that's exactly why we're seeing him uh, uh, try to uh, control our country uh, through executive orders. And uh, it, it's really devastating when a, the president of the United States says that no amendment is absolute. Uh, well, I can tell you, you absolutely don't do away with an amendment with an ex executive order which is not absolute. <laughs> uh, and so um, all of these things, um, they're there to uh, lessen our uh, ability to defend ourselves, to protect ourselves. Uh, and it's, it's just uh, an, another step in their agenda to infringe on the rights of millions of Americans. You know, we, we see the rioting, the looting, the burning down of businesses, the, the violence that's taking place in these uh, inner cities, the active insurrections that are present. And then uh, in, the same, uh, in the same story that we're hearing that, we're hearing calls to defund our police, to, to do away with their qualified immunity. And uh, that's why you're seeing more than 8 million new gun owners in America, because uh, Americans are waking up and they're not going to put up with that. They um, are going to have a way um, to protect themselves. And if Democrats were really serious about uh, gun control, they would enforce the laws that are already on the books. Um, if, if gun control worked, if, these legislation, if this legislation really was effective, uh, cities like Chicago and Washington, D.C. would be looking a whole lot like Mayberry. Yeah, yeah. Well, Congressman, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, I think it's safe to say that America is in good hands with people like you leading the fight in our Congress. So thank you so much for all the work you're doing, and, and we'll be rooting for you here. Thanks so much, CJ.
Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values, premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indulges your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Hey guys, welcome back. That was Congressman Lauren Bovert, an absolute rock star, right? Like, I mean, like, if that is the future of the Republican Party, I'm actually super excited about where this is going to go. Because, I, you know, I mentioned in our interview with her, I've, I've talked about it countless times on the podcast before, we cannot go back. Like, people don't want the Romney era again. People don't want the McCain era again. People don't know who Bill Crystal is. Like, literally, like, These people are the reason that Republicans used to lose time and again. It's the reason we lost the culture war. It's the reason we we can't, we couldn't repeal Obamacare for God knows how long. Literally, those people lack the will to fight. And I kind of hinted at it a little bit when I said, those people would always go out and they give these speeches and they talk about how leftism was an existential crisis in this country. It was a threat to everything we believed in uh, in America, a threat to our values, a threat to our principles, a threat to our... Uh, sustainability as a country, but yet their actions never reflected that urgency, right? They would always do these press conferences and they would do these tweets and all these things. They never actually knew how to fight for America. And, and, and when I think about it, and then the reason I know that to be true is because I remember, I'm old enough to remember when we had a Republican majority. For some reason, we had a Republican majority. We couldn't figure out how to defund Planned Parenthood. We couldn't, we couldn't figure out how to repeal and replace Obamacare, even though we've been running on that very thing since it literally became a law. We, for some reason, couldn't do the very things that we've been talking about doing since God knows how long, cycle after cycle, decade after decade. It's the reason people lack faith in both sides of the political aisle. And I think that the solution to that, the remedy to that distrust and that lack of 
that lack of uh, faith in, in, the, in our elected officials is through leaders of integrity like the congresswoman, basically saying like, hey, you know, you can like me, you can hate me, whatever, but at the same token, I'm going to continue to fight for what I actually ran on and the principles that I believe in. Now, that, not, that might not be very Washington. That might not be very, I don't know, like career politician-y. But I think that's exactly what we don't need any more of. Um, and, and the great thing about that interview that really resonated with me, and, and a lot of you know this, is that I was actually raised by Democrats, too. And the congressman talked about how literally the reason that our mom voted Democrat was simply because she, she was spoon-fed the lies of the left. That the only way that she could really succeed and thrive in this country is if the government was giving her a check, cutting her a check every month, or giving her food stamps, or just... Uh, you know, supporting our lifestyle. And that is actually the same very lie that a lot of people of color are spoon-fed in this country, that they would rather choose dependency uh, than uplift. And that is a real issue, right? Because it's like, why would you want to be dependent on anything or anyone, especially something as wishy-washy and flaky as the U.S. government, right? Like, we should be teaching people how to climb the ladders of success, not to be stagnant or, or just... Uh, you know, it, it boggles me. And it's literally actually why I'm a Republican. Because if I think you look at conservatism and you look at liberalism, the two different, the two defined differences between the two is conservatism is about, you know, if you're poor right now, let's figure out ways to give you the tools to climb up the ladder and create wealth. Liberalism is about making being poor comfortable. It's about basically, basically saying like, you're going to still be poor. You're probably going to be poor forever, but we're going to make it comfortable for you to be poor. And that, I just don't think that's what poor people want. Like, honestly speaking, I just don't really think that's what poor people want. I think poor people have dignity. I think poor people have seen wealth. I think that poor people have seen people with wealth. And I think poor people want that, right? Not just because they want money or anything like that. It's just because they want comfortability. And wealth and money gives you comfortability. It gives you sustainability. It allows them to be able to know that they're able to put food on their children's, put food on the table and clothes on their children's back. That does a lot for a human being. Maybe not Hillary Clinton or Nancy Pelosi as they live in their multi-million dollar homes, but for normal people who live in normal places or in rough places, it means a great deal. And I think that that's why conservatives need to go out in these communities and say, hey, you can vote Democrat cycle after cycle, election after election. You can keep doing that, but you're going to be right here every single time you do that. Right here, this very place, you're not going anywhere. Or you can try something new. You can try something different. You can vote for people with different ideas, different policies that are actually going to help you climb the ladder of success and create something for yourself and create wealth. Stop the cycle and be the version of yourself that you are so eager and desperately wanting to be. That is what conservatism does. And that is what liberalism doesn't do. Conservatism frees. Liberalism puts you in shackles. It attaches you to a government that doesn't actually really think that it works for you, even though we all know it does. But in other news, guys, a lot has been happening this week. Literally, America is burning once again, I, which is weird because that's like, there's not even an election coming up. Like what? Like I thought liberals only burned down America during election year, but now they just do it every, they do it every day. I guess they, it's just a newfound hobby of theirs. So now in Minnesota, there was an issue with uh, a police shooting there. Uh, which has been heavily politicized. The police chief has been fired. I'm pretty sure the city attorney has been fired. The cop who um, did the shooting has been fired and also charged um, in that case. And it 
it's, it's mind boggling to me. Like, it's just like being a cop in America right now, anyone who has the courage to go do it, I really respect you and admire you. Not just because you're putting your life on the line to protect other people that you probably don't even know, but also because you have to, in the back of your head, think about like, when is this going to happen to me? Like, when am I going to be politicized um, and just scapegoated for simply doing my job as I was trained to do? Uh, and then, and it's just like, and then you're going to have these people who, after these shootings happen, are think that the solution is to go burn down their own communities. Like, I don't know. I was never this kid growing up. Whenever I got in trouble or whenever I got mad, I never punched a wall. The reason I never punched a wall, because why would I hurt myself over what someone else did to me, right? Like, why would I go inflict bodily harm upon myself for something that someone else did to me? So if you were genuinely mad about what the police are doing to you and your community, why the hell are you burning down your own community? Like, seriously, that is, oh my, like, it is frustrating to talk about because it's just like, it makes no sense. Wow. My neighbor pissed me off. I hate my neighbor. His dog keeps peeing in my lawn. I hate him, right? I hate him. I'm going to go burn my own house down just to let him know. Just send him a message. Do you see how ridiculous that sounds? How ridiculous that all is? That's exactly what's happening in Brooklyn Center, Minnesota right now because these people, I, I, I just don't know. It is, it, it's, there is no explanation for it. I just kind of look at it and I'm just like, wow. Liberals being liberals. Lib, libs, libs just living it up. You know, that's what they do. They burn things to the ground and... And then they just leave. They burn things to the ground and they leave. And that is that. And <sighs> pray for them. Pray for them because they most certainly need it these days. But guys, I think this was a great interview. I want to thank the congressman again for her time. And guys, uh, we're definitely going to keep looking at the situation in Minnesota. We'll probably be talking about it next week. Uh, the George, uh, the trial uh, of Derek Chauvin, who was implicated in the George Floyd uh, shooting, is ongoing right now. Um, I'm not sure what the timeline is on a verdict on that case, but I'm sure that if that doesn't go the way they want, you know, who knows what's going to happen there. Right. But anyways, anyways, guys, thank you so much for watching or listening. And we'll be back here next week, every single Friday. Uh, and I can't wait to see you guys then be sure to download this podcast on all platforms, iHeartRadio, Apple podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And I'll see you here next week. Before we go, I want to thank Congresswoman Lauren Bobart again for a great interview. And I, of course, want to thank you guys so, so much for listening. None of this is possible without your support. If you enjoyed today's show, please leave us a review and race with five stars on Apple Podcasts. You can also find me on Twitter, Parlor, Facebook, and Instagram at DCJ Pearson. Special thanks to our executive producers, Debbie Myers and Speaker Newt Gingrich. Part of the Gingrich 360 Network. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast.
Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening.